Kessler here from Grunthal. Paul Kingsley with the 30-second board to five. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallup. Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fox Racing Canada, Phoenix Handlebars, Guts Racing, 204 Skate Shop, and Throttle Syndicate make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Fox Racing Canada. Go to the Go to the website, memorize the catalog, heck, print off the catalog, memorize the damn thing, head to your local dealer, get fitted by a knowledgeable salesperson that knows how to uh, get you fitted head to toe on or off the bike. They have what you need. Same goes for Guts Racing Incorporated. Those guys are awesome. They've got great turnaround time for a full seat, seat foam or seat covers. And uh, why don't you also go over to uh, phoenixhandlebars.com you save 15% with Big MX15 at checkout. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. I'm on all of these podcasts. With me on the line, a very special guest making his third appearance on the show. Uh, he is an absolute wackaloon about the sport of motocross. He is a jet setter. He is always on the move, but he's finally put his feet planted back down in Southern California, just four miles away from Huntington Beach, where he will take his beach cruiser down to the beach this weekend for straight rhythm. Welcome back to the podcast, Austin Hoover from Fox Racing. <laughs> that was quite an intro. I don't know if I've ever been that tied to a beach cruiser, but I'm, I'm happy to be. But uh, yeah, hey, thanks thanks for having me back on, man. It's been a while and uh, it's been an exciting year. So uh, yeah, stoked to catch up. <clears throat> it's been it's been a while because you don't stand still. You don't sit still for nothing. You know, <laughs> if I could possibly do more podcasts with you if we could do them from you sitting in the uh, the seat of an airplane. Uh, but otherwise, no such luck because you're all over the place. Who've uh, we'll get to your your travel uh, escapades a little bit uh, further down the way. But first and foremost, top of mind awareness: what's right in front of our faces right now is mixing gas, hauling ass, and Ken Roxon riding a YZ252 stroke this weekend at Straight Rhythm. Like I said, you on your beach cruiser. <laughs> Uh, probably with streamers off the handlebars heading down there and uh, and enjoying yourself. I, I'm looking forward to it. You should be as well. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's it's cool. I'm um this is this has been a long time in the works. I know with the with the guys that are our good friends over at Red Bull and um, for them to bring to bring straight rhythm, which for me is is probably one of the coolest events that we see in our space, just because you know it's so different and it, it gives it gives the athletes like an opportunity to really kind of uncork things and just, and just pin it to win it in a straight line while uh, making sure that they hit all those rhythms. But yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting, man. We're, it's just down the road from, from our, uh, from our offices here in Irvine. And um, yeah, I, I, I mapped it this morning. I was looking at how to get over there. Cause I heard parking is going to be a little challenging. So I'm going to just hop on my Murph bike and, 
and rip down there uh, on Saturday. So yeah, stoked. It'll be fun to see Kenny out there. You know, he, um, the last time he competed in straight rhythm, he won um, on the, on the McGrath replica bike with the, with the one 800 oxen kit, which was super fun. So um, this weekend obviously is, uh, is going to be a little bit of a different look for him. Um, just due to his, his current circumstances of, of, of team status, but, you know, Kenny, he always brings a, he always brings a, an exciting element to it. And um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have some fun for sure. We've got a, we've got a pretty cool kit up our sleeves for him. And um, he's working with, with uh, the guys over at Pro Circuit. And obviously we work super closely with Mitch Payton and that whole organization. So it's cool to have, uh, have those guys working together. Obviously they're two, you know, really important partnerships to the, to the Fox brand. So it's, it's a fun convergence of, uh, of athlete and uh and the legend mitch you know so anything two stroke i can't wait to see him tune in that thing uh saturday morning so it'll it'll be pretty rad <laughs> that it will be like mixing gas like the the sound the smell like i feel like i can smell some of these posts that i'm drooling over on social media all day long the bikes sound crisp yeah. And this is one thing that blows my mind. You might uh, align with this is that all these guys like Garrett, like insert a bunch of like post this this over the next few days of guys being like, oh, I like it's so hard, so hard to get used to the bike. Two strokes are, are a huge adjustment, but also a bunch of guys making it look way easier than either one of us could ever make riding a a supercross track may, like ride ready at all. Like even totally. Kenny from two weeks ago at Cardiff talking about how like the front brake isn't uh, uh, isn't feeling totally where where he wants it to be. Uh, the bike's not exactly where he wants it to be. Oh, but also wins the Super Pole. Like when I'm not feeling my bike, I don't win the Super yeah. Pole. Like <laughs> that, right. Right, right. I, I, I like consider never riding again when I'm not feeling my, my program. So Yeah. No, that's so um yeah. That just blows yeah, my should mind. Be fun. Should be should be cool to see and, and anytime you can see Josh Hansen ride a dirt bike live is, is always a treat. So I know uh I know the boys over at Husky have been have been putting some time in with him and, and bear in mind he almost beat Kenny a couple of years ago at that at the same event. So um i think i'm excited to see him out there as well i think that'll be fun and and hanny's no no stranger to the scene in huntington beach so i'm sure uh i'm sure that'll help bring him a little extra energy <laughs> no doubt whatsoever actually like like no one listens to this podcast so can you just tell us what he's wearing this weekend ken sauce no, no i mean I can't, uh I can't reveal. no uh what uh what hanny's wearing hansen Yes. Oh, Hanson. Hanson's got a. He's got a kit. Actually, he's wearing a, a kit out of our main line. Um, it's part of our our um, fall twenty two collection that just dropped. You know, back in August. But um, yeah, it, it'll be sick because we did them. We did them like a custom helmet to match it. And our our friends over at Rockstar were were pretty uh, pretty liberal with us. So we we got some fun colors involved there. And yeah, he's he's got a cool kit. I'm not going to tell you the color, but it is it is one that you can buy. So um yeah keep an eye out awesome well we always want to see uh some some cool kits that we can actually buy because we all know there's some companies out there who, who release stuff on some special racers that uh don't end up on the shelves in any way shape or form you guys are always good about that um let's uh like 
last thing I'll say about straight rhythm, and, and maybe you'll agree with this, is I wish even just for one one event like this that it could just be like everyone jump on board with it because I think there's an opportunity oh, yeah. to have like AC in like a almost like a, a Carmichael esque look with like with Fox and Cowie kind of mixed together. I think that would have been really cool. Um, same thing with with some of the Husky guys. Like the fact that there's not going to be like Josh, Josh Hansen is going to be the only Husk, Husqvarna two stroke is a crying shame. Uh, the fact that we won't have uh, some some of those involved as well. Um, and, and same thing, yeah, just like the, the Pro Circuit Kawasaki guys on Pro Circuit KX125s all kitted out in Fox gear. Like, I want that to be a thing, and it oh. won't be. And I feel robbed. You should feel robbed. Um, but I guess we'll just have to take uh, take the amazing things that we do get and just be happy with that. Yeah, totally. Let, let's let's take what we get and appreciate it. I, I agree. It would it would be awesome to see more people get involved. But I also think you know this is this is the first time we've seen straight rhythm back in a couple of years. So um, I'm excited to see what you know to see the event hopefully grow some more. And I think it'll it'll have a whole new energy to it too. Like you know having the location um, moved over here to Huntington Beach. Like I think I think it'll be it'll be really um, really exciting. So. Um, yeah, hopefully we see more people jump on board in in years to come. But let's uh, let's enjoy what we've got, and I think uh, I think we'll see a great show. And I know I know uh, Malat and Eric Pernard and you know that whole crew, Jason Baker and the and the and the Dream Tracks guys building the course. Like I know everybody's putting in a ton of hours and, and working super hard to make this one special. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, you, you know Hammer's got some tricks up his sleeve to make this thing extra special. Always, uh, like gets this thing dialed in, and, and we've been missing it since 2019. Like this is almost like the official coming back. Everything is all full go when uh, when Street yeah. Rhythm comes back. Um, and, and all, honestly, maybe this is on the heels of a little bit more normalcy that we've uh, had than we were able to to have this last week, this last month in September, when. United States of America went back to the top step of the podium at the Motocross of Nations, and um, that was a notable thing. Obviously, the U.S. winning being awesome. Ad- additionally to that, uh, the Fox Racing guys walking, going around, basically looking like the white version of Mario and Luigi, just <laughs> causing havoc and brain, and and also raising brand awareness all at the same time. Congratulations to that. I liked it. I liked it. That is like second fiddle. Like U.S. winning is one thing, and then like second point is our our ridiculous white outfits. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, man. First and foremost, like I want to say a huge congrats to Team USA and and everybody behind that effort. Um, you you know well, like my I've got a really close relationship with Christina Denny. She was actually one of the first people that hired me, um, in this industry back in 2012, 2013. But, yes. um, yeah, she, you know, she's, she's been pouring her heart and soul into, into team USA for years and years and, um, you know, really working hard to, to get us back on top as a, as a country and, and, and big shout to Mike Pelletier as well at the AMA. Like he, he's been instrumental in, in sort of the transformation of team USA and the, the whole approach to the event, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, during my time in Europe and, and even even here, like when the event was at Redbud in 2018, like we've seen the effort that especially France puts into it. And um, I think we've learned, uh, Team USA has learned a lot from, from a lot of the things that they do. And 
um, it was just, it was amazing just to see, to see, I mean, for the riders, obviously, but for everybody behind the scenes as well to, to get that trophy back and, um, man, I just, and, and not to mention on top of that, um, you know, to do it at Redbud in front of that many people, it, it was, it was just incredible. So, um, yeah, I was, I was really stoked to be there. Um, pumped for my buddy, my buddy Chase Sexton and, and the rest of the boys. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. But, um, but yeah, our kiss, we, uh, it was funny where those were really last minute. Um, we were sitting around, not sitting around, but we were here at the office kind of getting ready for everything. And like the, all the athlete kits started to show up and, um, we made some, like, we had some little, some cool little pieces that we made for Joe Shimoda. Like we did some t-shirts and some, and some headbands for, for those guys. And, and we we're like, we we're kind of looking around, like we we're in the office. Like, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday that week. And we're looking around at everything and like everything just looks so sick and we're like man like what are we gonna wear like we got all this cool stuff for everyone else but like what what are our what's our program you know because like everybody shows up at nations in like special costumes i would say like with all the country pit shirts and jackets and all that and and uh we're like we're kind of maybe looking like it was going to be rainy and we're like man we should just show up bold and go like full white so we went on amazon and just like bought some overalls and and uh some tees and stuff and just branded everything and we made it all here like all full custom but um but yeah it was fun it was you know the boys wanted to have some fun so i was like i'll jump in and but uh i think some people thought it was maybe a little uh a little goofy but yeah it's nations man everybody has fun no kidding uh there was there was leprechauns out there for for heaven's sake so uh yeah some 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 uh fox racing guys in painters outfits uh that just fit right in and then on top of that, and then honestly, my favorite kit from Fox, I, obviously I'm a big uh, fan of all things Fox racing, uh, best gear out there, uh, period. But Ruben Fernandez in Ooh, the the yeah. yellow red stuff, like that was almost like that could be a legit kit because that's the like OG yeah. colors for Fox. Like I, like I was looking at that kit being like, this this could become part of like the regular line. I think everyone's kit was really, really yeah. well done. Um including uh the the individual his name escapes me but he's from uh he was the all black uh the all blacks look from uh new zealand that was really cool yeah brody brody conley yeah yes yeah that was a rad one that was a cool one um, and of course the canadians yeah it was it, oh yeah the canadians that's awesome yeah they always do i i love that we we went actually like try we went more white than normal i think for for canada this year yes. it was it was great. And, you know, obviously we've got a long standing relationship with, with Derek and the GDR team. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's great because they run such a great program and always have, you know, Dylan Wright's been on the team forever and before him with, uh, with Colton. But so we've always, we always go into nations knowing like we're going to have at least one guy on the, on team Canada. So, um, we've been lucky enough to, to build kits for them, you know, the last few years and, yeah, there's there's always turned out really good. But it, it's funny that you mentioned Ruben's. I got a funny story for that one. Yes. So um Ruben, I don't know, I don't know if you've ever met Ruben, but he's a he's an awesome dude. He's super funny and young and just tons of energy and, and Very just a, a really, really fun, Yeah, just a fun athlete to work with. And um we were kind of getting everything organized for the for the race and going back and forth with all the riders kind of like we, we did the designs, but then like all, all the final touches, like we hit the boys up and see like what they want to run for a butt patch and like all things kind of things like that. And, and Ruben came back to us. So, um, 
Sophia and Kudo, who's our athlete manager over in over in Europe, was the one communicating back and forth with Ruben, and she sent us an email like, okay, yeah, here's the butt patches for for Ruben and Kaida Wolf and and Mitch Evans, like the guys that she deals with directly. And she and it was funny because she's kind of going back and forth with Ruben on his and. And finally, he's like, hey, yeah, I want to do like a like a bull, you know, like a matador, like Spanish style, like bullfighting. And like, you know, a, a bull is a really strong, you know, uh, you know, image for so, especially someone from Spain. So so we did one for him and we like kind of mocked up the render and, and she sent it over to him and and he sent it back. And, and he was like um, his reaction was like, oh, yeah, that's that's there was like a kind of like a Spanish flag, like kind of draping over the back half of the bull. And, um, and he was like, Hey, like, this is really cool. Like, this is exactly what I want. But like, if I'm going to have a bull on my butt patch, like I need to see the balls of the bull, you know, that's what makes the bull like manly, you know, like strong, like a bull. He's like, I need to see the balls. <laughs> it's all about it details. Just, I like that Ruben is a details oriented yeah. guy. Yep. It was super funny. And Sophia, like we got the communication back through Sophia and she was just like, it was funny the way that her email came back through, like. I mean, she just hit it straight, like exactly what he said, and we were all like, "Oh man, that's hilarious!" <laughs> so, so yeah, we're we're joking around with Ruben with the about the bowl all weekend and and Redbud, and yeah, it was it was a funny one. <laughs> I can only imagine the look on a graphic designer's face when they get the uh, um, like alterations, <laughs> like, "No, we need to have balls on there," and um, <laughs> exactly, yeah, and and then that person having to do their best job to to add the balls on there and and to make them proportion and everything else that goes along with it um yeah yeah guessing sizes and everything like everything else (laughs) that is over the top yeah but i get it it's like that's that's part of the mojo you know you want to you want to bring that energy for him and yeah he felt strong so (laughs) yeah well he must have because the kid had himself a a hell of a weekend um he did did yeah. you see him hitting uh, LaRocco's leap? And I, it was both him and I think it was another, actually another Fox athlete who essentially like they hit the LaRocco's leap and then they just stabbed the front, the back brake and just nosedive the bike until it's like, it almost looked like they were going to endo. And then they just like level it out. I've never seen like the Euros were doing that. I've never seen an American ride that way in my entire life. Basically just like full on endo into not. It, it blew, blew my mind. That's full Hanson style, dude. Got yeah. The, got the got the dip, got the nose dip going down. Yeah, it was sick. I saw I saw Ruben do that a couple times. I I primarily watched from the other side. Actually, we were we were kind of like over by the pit lane and, right. the, and the starting gate most of the time. But yeah, I, I caught it a couple times. It was pretty sick. Yeah, no, that that just that blows my mind every time I see those guys uh, just maneuvering the bike in that manner, like uh, like obviously far and away uh, above my skill set, but that's not who we're like, like comparing them to just, just your, your average pro uh, can't, uh, can't ride the way those guys do. But uh, um, who were the motley crew of gentlemen that you were gallivanting with at, at red bud i know matt morrow was in the mix um a a few others as well like can you can you give me a little bit of a roster and 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 give the the audience at home a little bit of like paint the picture as to uh who these goofballs that were kind of running around (laughs) yeah totally so um actually so um kenny day who's our who's our normal um he's our he's our pro athlete manager here 
Um, he's, you know, a staple in the pits. He goes to all the races. He actually did not come to Nations because he was at Cameron McAdoo's wedding. Um, so, yeah, the other uh, – it was, it was myself, uh, Matt Mora, who – Matt is our uh, rider support coordinator. So Matt works between our pro and amateur programs. He kind of helps, um, helps out on both sides. And then um, the other guy who was with us is uh, Tyler Hayes, who's actually our um, amateur team manager, but the boys all work super closely together. And um, Tyler stepped in to, to be able to give K-Day the weekend off so he could go to the McAdoo wedding. So um, yeah, that was, that was us. It was the three of us. It was, it was sick. Awesome. And was, uh, was, was your old man there as well? Or is, am I, um, am I just like making things up? Yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood made an appearance, old man who, um, yeah, that, that was actually, he did not have a full white outfit though. If you saw a photo of him in one on the internet, that was a, that was a Photoshop that, uh, that goose girlfriend rain actually did, which was pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, he was hanging around old, old Hollywood, the mayor of Florida motocross made an appearance. Fair enough. I was actually personally disappointed not to, to see Goove himself, your brother Jordan, uh, mucking about yeah. as well. That would have been a great addition to it, and and maybe just maybe would have sent it over the top. Maybe he's known for that, but yeah, yeah, Goove didn't make it out. Unfortunately, we had him. Uh, we had an event the prior weekend in Vermont, uh, a mountain bike event, the U.S. Open, Fox U.S. Open, a mountain bike, um, which he was at uh, shooting for us and um he's just been on the road a bunch so we we decided to keep him home for uh for red Bud. so yeah he didn't make it this year unfortunately but lobby was probably like one percent safer without him being there <laughs> certainly uh like i i i don't know if, if if you noticed it but i certainly i was there from first thing in the morning friday till uh the rain came down in sheets at sunday su- sunday around six um the the like and I don't think it had anything to do with doubting Team USA. I think there was a ton there's a ton of people talking about how uh people were doubting Team USA when it was raining, it was over. No, I think Team USA had this in the bag uh before before the, the race even started. We had number one and two in the USAMA nationals who had a minute and twenty five seconds on everybody else and uh maybe the best starter in the last Five years of uh, 250 racing in, in Justin Cooper. I had no doubts whatsoever. What I did notice was <laughs> the incredible amounts of hungoverness that was shrouded over the crowd. That there there was no possible way that they were going to overcome the like the the lost games of cornhole and everything else in between uh, that was that was weighing on the crowd. The, the, those the, that fan that those fans went hard and they went long. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I my hats off to them, but I, I think they may have uh, maybe blown their load a little bit too early. They were a little tired, I think. They were a little tired on Sunday. You don't see that in Europe, you know. No. European nations, the those those fans go nuts. The French and the Italians and the Dutch are always wild. The English, yeah, it's uh, yeah, the, the the Americans went a little big on Saturday night, but yeah, the boys got it done on Sunday, and yeah, I don't I don't know when when the rain came down. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, like I don't want to I don't want to downplay the victory, but that's the cool thing about the nations, man, is like anything can happen on Sunday. That's right. Um, you know, like France was kind of written off, and you know there was a point where France was really in the mix, and Dylan rode amazing. Like he had he had he's dealt with some bad starts and whatnot, but. Um, I had my eye on him because I just I knew he was going to be gnarly and um, yeah I'm, I'm like I said I'm stoked the U.S. 
pulled it out, but there was definitely no shortage of, of talent on the track. It was um, Kaida Wolf was another one. He, he had a little bit of a rough weekend with crashes and stuff, but um, the Dutch team has a, has a really bright future with some, some young talent there. And um, obviously I'm biased. He's a Fox guy, but, um, but yeah, I was, I was impressed with him and, um, yeah, there was, there was so many good riders there, man. It was awesome. And, uh, I just can't wait for Erne. I just saw the, saw the date finally got announced. It's going to be a little bit later next year. And, um, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll always, we'll be there, be there in support. That's a, it's one of our favorite events for sure. And, um, it's, it's cool for us too, because like, like I said, we, we have so many relationships, both, you know, uh, here us based as well as the GPs and, you know, our partnerships down in New Zealand and down in Australia. So, um, it's awesome for us as a brand to, to sort of have like the international conglomerate of, uh, of, of motocross, you know, you know, all in one place. And especially for me personally, cause you know, I spent a lot of time in Europe and, um, it's, it's kind of like the one time that everybody I know in the sport is, is in one place together in one paddock and, um, it, it's something to be really proud of, I think, as a community to, to see how everybody comes together and, you know, like seeing Kai and, and Jet hang out Sunday afternoon, you know, I, I worked with those kids when they were 14 in Europe and, and now they're representing their, their, uh, their countries and, and doing a damn good job of it. So, um, yeah, the, the future's bright for sure. Absolutely, yeah. No, uh, DeWolf is a really fun kid to uh, to watch standing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Very much uh, similar style. It's almost it's, it's actually crazy to see uh, a guy like Jet Lawrence come in and actually start to sort of in- innovate some things. Like a lot of the things that yeah. uh, Eli Tomac has been doing for quite some time, like doing a lot of standing. But then a guy like Jet uh-huh. actually takes it to the next level of feet on the pegs yeah. standing everywhere and just when you thought that like riding style is 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 almost peaked out they find something else to do on the motorcycle to go that much faster it uh it, it yeah. never ceases to amaze me i'm uh, i was blown away by it and that's why i will also be booking a flight to uh um to our name i might actually have to use you as a travel agent because off air you were boasting about how good you are <laughs> at it so I'll, I'll just have to get on that program I've gotten pretty good at it. Dude. Are we at an Airbnb? Right Are direction. you making breakfast? Like uh, scrambled egg? Ooh, I, I, my culinary skills are, are definitely marginal compared to my to my travel agent skills. So yeah, Real I don't know Jesus about that. Fine. But uh, but yeah, back to uh, back. I, I I like your point that you just made about about Jet and and sort of like the innovate the innovative riding style. And I and I think that's one really cool thing to keep in mind about Kai is like. Kai's grown up watching Jeffrey at the practice tracks on a Tuesday afternoon. Like he's, he's there at, at, um, you know, Grevenbroich and, and Lommel on those practice days where it's just nasty rough and just the deepest sand that you can imagine. And, and like, think about that as a, as a 13, 14 year old kid watching Jeffrey Hurling's ride, you know, Kai has idolized him and, you know, he's, he's his hero as a, as you know, a fellow Dutchman and, um it's been it's been really cool to watch Kai progress especially same thing you know he's he's really he's taken a lot of a lot of pointers from Jeffrey and and really sort of like taken that riding style into you know the modern generation and and I think I think that's rad like it's a it's a cool way to see those skills passed down and then and then evolved you know um so yeah like I said I think Kai's got a super bright future and um he's had he's had some some damn gnarly dudes to look up to as he's as he's progressed too so um, pretty cool. Pretty cool to see where he'll go. 
Absolutely, and we'll have a front row seat for that, and uh, and you will as well. Uh, like I said, we're heading off to uh, to Arne in in one year's time. You're gonna be make, making me a grilled cheese, uh, and uh, doing all that. But like that'll be probably at the at the end of another ridiculous schedule of yours, jet setting Canada, Europe, all over the states, Loretta's, and everywhere else in between. My question to you, Austin Hoover is how do you keep your ducks in a row man honestly like how do you create the content schedule that that goes along with it how do you keep that sort of like like honestly i, I want to know your method to this madness because it is absolute madness i i don't fully understand uh you're a mad scientist when it comes to executing these these types of things and uh i don't mean to uh to blow you too much man but it, it's really really impressive to see because like for someone who's on the go so much, you're executing at a level that is is pretty unheard of. Thank you, man. That that means a lot. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a crazy year for sure. And you know, my my role now, um, you know, I I have a, a good amount of involvement on the mountain bike side of our of our sports marketing program as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's been a a big reason why my travel schedule has been so gnarly because it's 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 literally like two different, you know two different sports that I'm, that I'm chasing after. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm super lucky and, and we as a brand really, um, one of the most important things to, to us is the relationships with our athletes. And, um, I'm lucky that our leadership, you know, really believes in that and, and, you know, encourages us to, to be there with them along the way, because, you know, you, um, and, and it, and it's a roller coaster, right? Like you share, you share moments of victory and, and moments of amazing achievement together, but you're also there when it, when it's not great, you know, like when, when, you know, athletes get hurt or they, you know, they fall short of their goals of, of results. And, you know, that's, that's really part of it. And that's what we really, um, we really pride ourselves in is, is being there along the way, whether it be, you know, whether it be myself or whether it be, you know, our, our athlete managers around, around the globe, like we've got Sophia who I mentioned, who's over in Europe and then, our team here in the States, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's really important to us. So yeah, my, my schedule has been crazy this year. It's kind of like, I would say it's kind of the, the first year that we've really been back to, to full steam as far as events go, as far as, as far as like fan attendance and all that. So yeah, it was really important to me to kind of get back out there and, and, uh, we've got some new relationships as well. We have a, on the mountain bike side, I know there's a motocross podcast, but on the mountain bike side, we've got, um, we do cross training around here and you guys just came out with a brand new helmet yeah. that kind of kicks ass. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, our new ProFrame RS. But um, but yeah, we had a new relationship with the Santa Cruz Syndicate this year, so I I really made sure to spend a lot of time over in Europe and hit a couple World Cups with those guys and, and those guys and gals. We've got um four athletes on that program, which are which are awesome. But uh, but yeah, it was uh it was a crazy year and um definitely looking forward to to more. But I mean, as far as the as far as the scheduling goes, it's it's kind of just like be where you need to be, you know, like whether it be a content shoot, whether it be an event, whether it be, um, you know, anything along those lines, it's, uh, yeah, it's important to be there, you know, so I'll continue to do that. Uh, and I've got a very supportive wife, so I appreciate her as well. <laughs> As you do uh, on the social media, you're very, uh, you're, uh, you're very good about showing the appreciation she puts up with, uh, with a lot, even if you weren't traveling a lot, it would probably be, uh, you'd be, she'd be putting up with a lot either way. Um, totally. but, but, uh, so like you're home for next little while, like it's like we said off, off the cuff, uh, you're going to be, uh, scooting on down to Huntington. Um, this last year, 
like you were basically full go from like from Supercross right into Loretta's outdoors, you name it. Uh, what's your favorite event that you got to this year? I, I don't want you, you go to way too many things to like all time with Fox. <laughs> what's your favorite? But what, what, like, what was one event? I, we already talked about, uh, um, motocross the nation. So that one is like, you, you can't pick that one, but, uh, what's something you circle okay. on the calendar? Like <laughs> I enjoy going to this event and I'm going to see these people and this is what I'm going to get done. Um, hmm, you put me on the spot here. I, I think that's what I do. Uh, we ask honestly, the tough questions I, I think... here. No, I like that. Um, no, I, I mean, I think any anybody who knows me at all knows that Loretta's is extremely important. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of that event. Um, we've placed a an immense amount of emphasis on, you know, the development of our amateur program the last couple of years, and it's something that we're all super super proud of 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 what we've been able to do at Loretta's. Like, you know, from our on-site branding, from our from our content that we put out, you know, to to make sure that everybody sees what's happening at the ranch throughout the week. Um, from the way that we support our riders and families, and just it's it's really an opportunity for us to. It, it's it's the one time a year that we've really got all all of our elite level amateurs in one place, and um, and it's not just the riders, right? It's the families. Um, it's the you know the mom and dad. I mean, everybody knows like the amount of effort and and um, financial support that goes into racing amateur motocross and it's the one time a year that we get to really um, show them you know all the love that we can so um, we do a lot of really special stuff like we you know from you know the 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 day where on Sunday for example like that's the day that we have every all the kids come by and like pick up their gear and like that alone right there is like such a special moment because like seeing the look on their faces when they see the stuff for the first time and and, um, you know, just like getting fully kitted and being treated like a, you know, like a factory rider is, is something that we've brought to the table. And it's just really special. And um, for us as a brand, you know, to, to place that emphasis on amateur athletes is something that we're, like I said, something that we're super proud of. And um, yeah, that's a, that's a really, really rewarding week because so much planning goes into it. And then, you know, the appreciation that we get back from we've got such an incredible group of, uh, of families and, and athletes that we support on the amateur side. And they're all so appreciative of what we do. And, um, so yeah, for, for me and my whole team, like that's, that's definitely, I would, I don't want to speak for all of them, but it, it's definitely our favorite event that we do. Loretta Lynn's working with, uh, star athletes such as Sophia Phelps who went from last to first showing yeah. literally everyone in the pack uh that uh that kit that you guys came out with uh, at Loretta's the the red white and blue stuff I thought that was one of the uh, wow. one of the coolest kits of the year so far for you guys uh I thought that was really really sharp and uh yeah I actually had her, her on the podcast a week after Loretta's very well spoken young oh, lady cool. and uh like she she's the the kind of athlete that um, male or female, I hope that young athletes look up to someone like her, someone who uh, wears her heart on her sleeves, heart on her sleeve, loves the sport, and uh, just goes out there and, and gives it her all. I think that's a really powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sophia's awesome. We're, we're so stoked to have her on the program. Um, yeah, she she's great. She's a, such a fantastic representative of our brand and she's got such a cool spirit and, and personality. And like you said, she's she's super well spoken. And um, yeah, she, she's definitely she's she's one that we're, we're really, really proud to work with. And uh, 
yeah, she's got a super bright future as well. And um, yeah, well, the the boys better look out because she's coming for them. <laughs> no kidding, man. Well, so um, looking forward towards 2023, um, you guys have, I have a brand new boot that got released last month. You guys did literally a full reboot on uh, both of the existing boots, the Comp and the Instinct, as well as introducing uh, a... Uh, an off-road version in the the movement and the uh, the comp. Um, that that's a that's a pretty big undertaking. And, and honestly, talking to a guy like Mark Finley, who uh, had his hands on this as well as uh, uh, as Jeff uh, uh, Saygood as well. Um, how important was it for you guys to to have this iconic boot? the the instinct and then to be able to improve on it not totally unlike how a guy like uh, Jet Lawrence has improved on the style of how you uh, we're riding motorcycles these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the the boot project was was a massive undertaking for us. Um, Jeff Sagan and the and the whole product team. Um, we've got our our head uh, footwear developer is a guy named Andre Lee. Who, fun fact, is definitely the best ping pong player I've ever met in my life. Um, he was, he was obviously super involved and, um, yeah, those guys, those guys poured so much energy into that project, um, for, for the motion boot, which is our, our, you know, sort of mid-tier offering. And then, um, the new instincts, uh, the new instinct where we call it internally, we call it the instinct 2.0, but yeah, it was, it was really important for us. And, you know, the, the original instinct definitely, you know, I'll call a spade a spade. Like we've always been known as a racewear brand, right? Since 74, We've had, you know, the the most iconic, um, best, you know, looking product and, you know, obviously, you know, super high functioning as well, and you know, from a performance side. And, and we take so much pride in that. Um, but I'd say for sure, like with the original Instinct boot really kind of put us on the map for, you know, being more than just a racewear brand. Um, and, and that's something that we definitely wanted to build upon. So, yeah, it was about a three-year project, to be honest. Um from you know to take the the original instinct and and then to evolve it into what um we've we've come to market with now and yeah we're all we're all super proud of it um we've definitely improved a lot um uh, you know from from that original instinct you know from a function and and safety perspective as well as look and appearance so yeah it was uh it was a massive effort and then on the on the marketing team as well um mikey wrangle and and michael croco were just absolutely so buttoned up and you know the whole creative team and everyone that it was a it was a full company effort for sure and um yeah we're all we're all super proud of the results and um encourage anybody that hasn't tried either um to go out and, and give them a whirl but the motion as well is is incredible and we're really stoked about that one too because um we go that one goes down to size five so we actually going back to loretta's we use loretta's as, as an opportunity um, to really uh, put a lot of emphasis on the launch of the motion boot um, because we had so many of our elite level amateurs who, you know, they, they couldn't really run our boots, like the, the smaller, the, the kids with the smaller feet. So going down into size five now, we were able to con- convert a lot of kids over who, who were previously having to use competitor boots because we didn't really have a good option for them. So um, that was awesome. And it, it was really cool, again, like I said, to going back on the emphasis that we put on the youth and the amateur program is to, to leverage them at the biggest event of the year, the most important moment in their, in their season um, to be riding in our, in our new motion boot. And we, we made these cool little boxes for all the kids that were wearing them. And 
um, they had like this cool like reveal moment for all of them. So um, yeah, it was it was really exciting and um, yeah, just a just a cool moment for the brand for sure. And and we're seeing now that you know those those boots are now in market. We're seeing so much good feedback coming um, throughout uh, across the globe. You know, down in Australia. Um, Europe, Asia, like everybody who, who's finally getting their feet in that. And both of them are, are, are super stoked. So yeah, it's, it's been awesome. We're, we're really, really proud of that project and uh, yeah, give them uh, give them a whirl if you haven't yet. No doubt. Like uh, two things on the motion, a, uh, and, and the boots in general, I'm right in between a nine and a nine, nine, nine and a 10. And okay. so many boots uh, out there do not come in half sizes. Um, mm-hmm. And, like when you're, if you're buying, even if you're buying something in the store or you're buying something online, it's so tough to decide, am I a nine or am I a 10? Like having to to split something down the middle like that is very difficult, especially when you're you're, like imagining, okay, this boot's going to break in a little bit. If I buy a 10, is this going to feel like clown shoes in two weeks? Um, (laughs) Or am I going to have foot cramping nonstop because this is a half size too small? Myself now yeah. in a pair of uh, of nine and a half white motions. It looks so sick Stoked. as soon as the snow goes away that showed <laughs> up today. Um, but on top of that, my girl out in Calgary, Danica White, she's got like mm-hmm. tiny little feet. She she was a, a girl <laughs> who works at Fox, had to wear a competitor's product just so that she could be uh, feel comfortable on her motorcycle, and that is no longer. Right. She's got her little feet in a yeah. pair of motions, and uh, I think she's gone with the black pair, but either way, it looks fucking sick. And uh, yeah, I'm yeah. stoked on it. Yeah, 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 they're, they're sweet, man. It's it's rad. Yeah, the half sizes have, have been a been a big thing for us um and, and myself too i was i always i'm a i'm a 10 and a half and i always wore size 11 instincts which you know that that worked pretty good and um but yeah i just i just recently got myself a pair of 10 and a half and um yeah it's, it's uh it's great to have that like really really dialed into it so yeah we're we're stoked and still comes with that step in comfort uh, that you come to know and love right. from the instinct. Yeah, I'm 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 up on the uh, on the verbiage, my friend. I uh, t- a 45 minute long conversation with Finley, and I'm uh, I'm basically uh, sales rep here, uh, for here in Winnipeg. But uh, um, out of boy, what what else what else can we talk about before I basically just hang up on you here, uh, hang up on you here on the Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by Fox Racing Canada. No big deal. Um, <laughs> final words that you have for us one. yeah go for it i got one actually, i told you i told is, you to bring homework yeah yeah no I, I one thing i would i would be and not to just be like a total salesman but another yeah. another product launch that we're all that we're all super proud of that a lot of efforts gone into is our is our new training line of uh of, of performance training apparel um that all just launched these last couple of weeks and we've had a um you know a bunch of our athletes involved and um, obviously, you know, w- with the sports that we do, there's a, there's a ton of preparation that goes into it, and, you know, whether you're, a you're a, uh, you know, 45 plus novice or, or a, um, you know, an up and coming, you know, budding professional, like everybody's probably spending a little bit of time in the gym. So, um, yeah, we, we launched our new training line. Um, it's all super high level product. Um, we're, we're really, really proud of it again, like I said, kind of same, like I said, with the boots, it's been, you know, a couple of years in development and um, yeah, it's, it's, we're all really, really proud of that stuff. And we've had some really great feedback in the market so far. So um, yeah, that's another one that I, I think maybe some people don't necessarily know about yet if you're not like super paying attention. So 
um, that's one that we're uh, we're all really stoked on. And um, yeah, we, we've seen we've seen a ton of good traction in the market already. So um, if you're spending any time in the gym, I'd recommend I'd recommend you you getting on some of that product. Definitely. Well, I might have to uh, dial up Danica and or uh, JC sites uh, over at uh, Fox Racing go. Canada because with the snow, as you know, comes uh, that's when when Bradley puts on the <laughs> pump cover and goes into the gym to go get that beach body ready for next summer. So, uh, yeah, I was there yeah, 20 minutes before we did this. And yeah. There you go. Sweet, dude. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely give it a shot. Those, uh, those new shorts are really. That's that's my personal favorite. Is the shorts? They're so killer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Austin Hoover here on the Big MX Radio podcast. Really appreciate you making some time tonight, man. As always, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Chit chat about moto. Uh, pick your brain about uh, the the madness that you seem to seamlessly um <laughs> execute on on a on a monthly basis yearly basis daily basis um but i appreciate the time man thanks for coming on yeah thank you i appreciate it brad it's always good to chat and uh appreciate your support and uh yeah look forward to a little bit of downtime now and uh yeah we'll be in anaheim before we know it so stoked for that awesome man well thank you so much for making the time do not hang up just yet but for podcast sake we're going to cut it off right there.